0: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit juvederm.com. That's J U V E D E R M.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all off sparkly spanking clean. I'm not
1: the
2: funny one, I'm the pretty one.
1: Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Kittles,
2: music, wine, and then loop up and down.
1: Like Roy holds like a, a like dick theater. I magic you're Which
2: means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime.
1: Uh, uh, we're not sluts. We just
2: love love. <laughs> Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Mrs. Adam.
1: And this is Mr. Adam.
2: And thanks for joining us again for another episode of By the By.
1: We're in a new location.
2: Yeah, we've made it to the living room. <laughs> but we still have our mimosas. That's right. So, you know. Clink, clink. That's a good uh, a weekend morning. hmm So, yeah. We're going to be talking today about a couple of um, experiences we've had lately I'll say experiences because they're different things. Uh, one was a group outing, potentially a date. We'll see how far we get on everything, but yeah,
1: yeah, we'll see how long we ramble on and yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Because we got tons stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. Yeah.
2: But we'll start first of all with it's probably been gosh a month ago now or so. Yeah. It's been a little while. Uh, we had a couple message us and saying that they were. I'm not going to say doing a pub crawl, because it wasn't a pub crawl per se, but they were having a meet-up. Like a meet-and-mingle. Yes, like a meet-and-mingle at one of the local pubs here in Sydney. And there were, what, 10 couples total, I think? At least.
1: There was a bunch. I think there was more than that.
2: Well, I think there were 10 expected couples, and there could have been some added along the way. I think there
1: was like 18 expected couples, but I don't remember. I know...
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, because there was a bunch of folks that were coming down, because it was a... It was like, like greater a
2: greater Sydney area, greater Sydney yeah. area, up
1: way far north and then way far south. Yeah. Um, and then it was just this opportunity for a bunch of people to get together and meet. But I thought that she had said originally 18 couples had, they had reached out to. Right. Um, and I think that we were the only Sydney Okay. in that group. Um, and this is a couple that had met us just a few times on RHP. Um, and had reached out to us a couple of times and we both really would like to we had wanted to meet them anyway Mm -hmm. Um, so we were like, why yes yes we are interested
2: yeah so we we went to the the pub that night uh, and we knew that the plan was to go to the pub and you know there was going to be the meet and mingle type environment there and then potentially going to couples club later and We had been super, super crazy busy, so admittedly, we were not entirely sure we were going to be up for going to the club later, but we at least wanted to go and meet people because as Mr. Adams said, there were some folks that we had talked to on RHP and wanted to meet, and so again, it was a a good time to catch up with everyone all at once. Um, So yeah, we went to the pub, and walking in, I wasn't sure... I knew what they looked like on RHP, but that doesn't always translate well into real life. And also she had dyed her hair that week, she said. So there was that added complication. So walking in, we we get there and there's a group of tables together (laughs) and probably three or four couples already there. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I think that's them. And you kind of scan the rest of the bar and it's like, it's gotta be them. Yeah. It was like, (laughs) there's other people around, but not like that. So like, that has to be them. So we kind of walk up to them and be like, hi, we think you're the group we're looking for.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you're just waiting to to wave their hands in front of us. We are not the group you're looking for. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, this isn't the group we're looking for. Uh, but yeah, she jumped out and was like, hey, you yeah. know, we are the group you're looking for. There was that
2: moment of recognition. Yeah and, yeah. and
1: I still, one of my favorite things I think she said was, you guys look so much bigger on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like, awesome. Well, we are Oompa Loompa sized.
2: Yeah, little, little hobbits.
1: But uh, yeah, so it was uh, that was funny, and uh, she took us around and did the intros to everybody, and uh, everybody was super friendly and super nice, and yeah, I was like, all right, cool, this is gonna be fun. Um, admittedly, at that point, we still didn't know what how our night was going to end because this happened to be the same night as one of the Red Heaven events. Yeah, um, and we had we sort of wanted to go to that, but at the same time, like you said, our week had been. Crazy busy, yeah. Uh, the week before, um, in fact, I think I had been traveling that week.
2: You had been traveling, and yeah, yeah we'd had a lot going on. So,
1: and yeah, yeah, so we hadn't really decided if we were going to go to Red Heaven, and
2: because we like the Red Heaven events, they're always so much fun. But at the same time, we just kind of needed some chill time. <laughs> So
1: yes, And, yeah. <laughs> and like, what better way to do chill time than a meet and mingle and then swingers club with, with fourteen people that we've or fourteen couples we've never met.
2: But it's not as high energy though. <laughs> right. I think that's the that's the difference. <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> no, just swear. it's not as high energy because I just lay there. <laughs> not true. Not true. No, you I don't. An sta- I don't pers- starfish. You're an active participant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible! Terrible. Mm.
1: Indeed. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, so at the bar, we're, uh, talking, talking to them and, and getting on, getting along very well with, um, a couple of the couples. Mm -hmm. It was, um, it was one of those things where, as you might imagine, it's a a long series of tables. So there was a a few couples that we really didn't say anything other than, hi, my name is to at the other end of the tables. Um, which is unfortunate, but that's just the nature of the beast. Mm -hmm. It's, it's. Hard, if not impossible, to get people to move around in a uh, in a setting like that.
2: Especially once you get conversation going with some some of the couples on one end, it's then hard to break off and be like, "Oh, sorry, I'm going to leave you to go talk to these other people." Yeah,
1: because you're boring. I'm going to move away. <laughs> that's what I mean. Even if that's not the case, that's what people I was gonna always say. Think. It's
2: not the case, but if you if you do want to talk to other people, it is harder to get around and to mingle. And it's yeah. it's easy. Like in our case, you know, Mister Adam would go up and get another drink or whatever, and but. So he could then kind of slide into another group, but then it's harder for me to get away and to join him. Um, Not
1: that we were unhappy with who we were talking oh, no, to, no, but no. it was just one of those things yeah. you always feel like you should be mingling a little more at these meet, and mingles right. is half of the thing.
2: But inevitably, you know, it kind of divides up, and people start talking to who they're around, they're interested in, and that's just how it goes, and it works out. Um, and interestingly, after we had been there for... For maybe an hour or so, there was a couple that came in that we had met previously at another
1: meet and mingle at one
2: of the, um, our secret spot meet and mingles and were really interested in them, but hadn't seen them since that night. And I don't think they ended up going to the club after that one, did they?
1: Way back when, yeah. no, no, they didn't. I didn't they, think they did um, because they lived again. All these folks were Greater Sydney, Greater Sydney yeah. area. Um, they had to get back, home. and I think
2: they were fairly new, so it was yeah. just that kind of dip your toe in thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really exciting to see them there because we were like, oh hey, we really liked these people, and so kind of pulled them into the conversation and yeah. and got to know them a bit more.
1: Yeah, um, Mrs. Adam worked her magic. Yeah. Like, hi! (laughs) Yeah, it was funny. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, the whole thing was great. We had a light dinner, and um, I know somebody had once asked us on Twitter, what do you eat before going out to play? Um, And my answer is whatever doesn't make you bloated. And I know like that night, I think you and I split a Thai beef salad. Yes. Um, salad is a good thing to have before you play, because it's lots of proteins, so you get energy, and not a lot of carbs, so you aren't lo- logy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's important. Anyway, yes. but I digress. <laughs> um, yeah, so while this whole meet and mingle thing's going on, I continually walk up to the bar getting drinks, and then there's this really nice, cute bartender um, that
2: he, he's adorable.
1: Yeah. That I keep talking to. And then we start talking about bourbon and then, you know, at one point I felt like I was taking myself away from the meet and mingle group a little too long. Cause I was flirting with the bartender guy. Um,
2: I'm going to say whether you like it or not, nobody noticed.
1: I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry. Your presence wasn't missed, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm used to, it. um, Yeah, so uh, then I think at one point I walked back to the group and the lady of the couple that we had met before, Mm -hmm. um, she was all interested in the fact that I was chatting up the bartender. uh, And she was so turned on by the idea of me hitting on the bartender, which I think is kind of cute and funny at the same time. Um, But then I was like, yeah, I'll I'll probably give him my number before I leave, (laughs) which I've never done. Um, and what I think is kind of funny is so nobody believes that.
2: Here's a first for Mr. Adam. I know.
1: Nobody believes that I've never like picked up somebody at, at a bar and I really have not ever picked up, especially a bartender, maybe somebody who mm-hmm. went to a bar. Um, actually, yeah, I have picked up people from a bar, but even that, that's the number of times so is maybe three. Um, but this, this one, I've never picked up like someone who's actually working. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as we all kind of wrapped up and got ready to leave, I just walked up and gave him one of our cards and was like, "Hi." He's <laughs> like, "Hi, um, take take what you want from this, but both me and my partner both think you're really attractive, and we'd like to talk to you more. Our information's on the card here. If you'd like to email us or get or kick or whatever." Um, and he goes, uh, "I said, you know, we're both." 100% bisexual and just, we were interested in you. And he looked at me and goes, what, do you think I'm bisexual? I was like, I don't know what you are and I don't care. I just said you're attractive. <laughs> <laughs> and, and at that point that was the alcohol talking, uh-huh. not, not necessarily me. Uh, but then he kind of smiled and he's like, thank you. <laughs> and then so um, we left and then we went outside and uh, started mm-hmm. the long walk to couples club.
2: Yep. We decided to to join the the group after all, um, a couples club. Because admittedly, we've only been there the one time before. Um, So we wanted to to go back and just see what it was like in a a different night. Uh, And this was also different because we were going with a huge group of people. I think probably, I think it was nine couples maybe ended up going to couples club. I think so. Something like that. Uh, So it was a pretty good group that... That went with us, uh, we got there, and it was pretty funny because most of us walked, but there were two couples, I think, I think. that ended up Ubering.
1: <laughs> Which was clearly so, the smart thing, I think, because yeah. it was a long walk. And, and so the poor ladies you were and wearing, their heels. Yeah, you weren't wearing heels, because no. you typically don't wear those heels, but a couple of those ladies were wearing basically stiletto heels. Yes. And it was, It was I don't, a decent walk. Like, just over a K, maybe yeah. 1.2 yeah. K. I mean, it was a long way.
2: Which doesn't sound that far, but if you're wearing, you know, stiletto high heels, I, it's, yeah. and also on the uneven pavement and whatnot. Six, six so, seven yeah. blocks.
1: It's a long, no. that's a long way, Yeah, you know, in heels. <laughs> and, and it's not flat. I think it was yeah. at that just downhill enough that mm-hmm. it's difficult to, to walk and not kill yourself.
2: And it was funny because I tend to walk a little faster, and I didn't have heels on, so I had to constantly remind myself to <laughs> slow down because... You know, we were losing people behind us. <laughs> man
1: down. Man down! <laughs> yeah. It was like, slow
2: down. Don't walk so fast.
1: Yeah, but, you know, so you and I had, I guess I did jump over that. It was like, we had talked about it. It was like, hey, let's let's go on to Couples Club. This is a good opportunity to, A, go back to Couples Club and, and yeah. see it in a, try to see it in a different light. And, B, we like these people and would like to get to know them, yeah. you know, more carnally, um, <laughs> and you know, even if we didn't play with anybody else, it would still be fun to play in a setting where there's a lot of people that we find attractive around us. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we um, we started that long walk to couples club.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was funny that when we did show up because the two couples that had Ubered it. I think they were they were already there. Well, They've
1: technically, I think one of the couples was there to sort of warn the group, warn the, the yes. folks that were working at Couples Club that we this large group of people was going to be bombarding them at mm-hmm. once. Um, but I yeah, think that's part of the reason.
2: It could be but they were definitely the smart ones and they, they greeted us when yes. we came in and they were, had already put their stuff in a locker and we're all settled. And it was like, how did you guys get here so quickly? And they're like, Oh, we Ubered. It's like, huh? Yeah. none of the rest of us were smart enough to think about that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, yeah, no. it wasn't that bad. No, it wasn't. For no, us. Wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, it's also funny that it's like, you know, you and I ended up the de facto leaders because nobody else was around, and they were like, we're not exactly sure the fastest way to get there. And both of us were like, yeah, we think we know the fastest way. Yeah. And it necessarily wasn't the most uh, scenic route, but it was, we made it there pretty, you know, I think yeah. it was the fastest way. I
2: think so.
1: Um, yeah, so we get to Couples Club. uh they check us in, we go and drop our stuff off in the locker, and then we go upstairs um, did we we had a bottle of wine, didn't we?
2: we did have we yes. did
1: take one or two bottles of wine one. In fact one okay, um, dropped off our wine, uh, they instantly pour us their our wine because uh, we asked them to, and then we sat down and just chatted and I'm, i said, I've said this before when we did our review of the couples' club, and I'll say it again, I really like their upstairs yeah social area the, I think that is like the highlight of the of the club. Um,
2: it's a very, it's a good social area. Um, but I will say that when we walked in, you know, we had this huge group of people behind us. Um, and when we went up the stairs to drop off our wine and whatnot, I looked around to see how many people were already there. And there were three couples already there. There was one sitting on one side of that social area mm-hmm. by themselves yep. and then two others on the other side not exactly together, but close enough. I don't know if they were having conversation together or not. So there were three other couples there and I don't know who might've been downstairs or other places. Okay. I thought um, I
1: remembered counting four because I thought there was the couple by themselves, the mm-hmm. two couples by them talking to each other, well, at least in close enough proximity mm-hmm. to chat at the far left. And then one couple at the Banquet to the far right, but I may be Might misremembering because we ended up going to the back left,
2: yes. um,
1: and sitting down in the pretty large area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I think we filled that area with all of our couples. Um,
2: well, there were a few that spread out other right. places as well.
1: Um, but yeah, so we, we went in, sat down, um, and yeah, cause I, I, that's right. Cause I remember cause the couple that we had seen before, mm-hmm. um, that we ended up sitting down on the same benches them and it was him her me you Mm -hmm. um because as we sat there she kept every so often she would take her fingers and run them up my the back of my neck and then like around my back and you know it was it was really kind of sensual sexy sweet it was nice i liked it
2: (laughs) yeah it was good because we were all sitting there chatting and flirting and there was you know touching that would go on and um I know there was one lady at some point who'd already had a fair bit to drink and she came up and sat on somebody's lap. I don't remember how that all went down. I don't, yeah, but it was one of those kind of weird. Okay. Somebody's now sitting on this person's lap out of the blue and it didn't really fit with what was going on. But then a minute later she was gone. So yeah,
1: Yeah. and it's just,
2: she was just doing her flitty thing. Yeah.
1: Typical alcohol (laughs) intake thing. You never can really uh, predict what people are doing. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, um, so we're, we're sitting around, and uh, at some point, one of the—I don't know if—admittedly, I, I don't know the owners of Couples Club at all, so I don't know no. if it was one of the owners or whoever was in charge. She came over and said, hey, um, there's going to be a, a dancer performing uh, here coming up, you know, just, just as an FYI. I think yeah. it was 10 minutes, because at that point, I think we were all sort of, tw- you know, teetering on going downstairs and dressing down and playing um, but then the dancer came and she did her dance thing, two or three songs, which was actually better than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still, that's that's something that doesn't do it for me. Like <laughs> the whole stripping, dancing thing. It, I, I've never in my life been turned on by like a lap dance or anything. It just doesn't. I don't know why. It's not part of my makeup.
2: Yeah. Well, she did a good job, though, because I would say that she... She danced on the pole for a bit, but she mm-hmm. also went around to people and got people involved. She
1: was really good at so that, yeah. So
2: that is a plus, I think.
1: Yeah. And that's yeah. what I meant by it. I was like, it was enjoyable. Yeah. I just don't find it arousing.
2: Yeah. It's pretty. entertaining is what... It, there it, yeah. you
1: go. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's just not arousing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And a couple of things she did on the pole, I was like, wow, that, I know that's difficult. <laughs> mm-hmm. Having had the classes, it was like, wow, that's good work. Um, so yeah, that was, that was fun. And then... Um, we went downstairs, dressed down. Yep. Did we go back upstairs then, or did we just no, stay downstairs? No, I
2: think we went straight into the playrooms. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: Um, and so, again, the playrooms at uh, Couples Club—you've got the the big. I always say it's sort of like a like a big figure eight kind of thing. The walkway, the path is basically a big figure eight. Um, And then the lower half of the eight, you've got that one big playroom with a couple of the leather, pleather, vinyl things. There's like a pommel horse and a Mm -hmm. swing in there. Mm -hmm. And then a a couple of big beds. I think it's two size beds that are side-by-side that are actually up off the floor. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the the middle of the eight, and then the top part of the eight is, uh, the middle of the eight of course, the walkway. And then the top part of the eight is uh, two rooms, four rooms that are together. You know, they have walls in the middle, a plus sign in the middle, mm-hmm. uh, and then but there's no doors. It's all curtains, and that's what kills me about it, uh, only because there are those people who don't understand what a closed curtain means.
2: And I don't mind, personally, I don't mind the curtains around a bed space in some scenarios. So if it's in the middle of a big open area, I I like it.
0: sure. But sure. at the same
2: time, I also like some rooms to have doors on them. I don't want it to be only curtains and only doors isn't a problem because you can leave them open. But I right. do like having that option of being able to close a door.
1: Yeah. It's just but the couples problem is Club, there, are,
2: there are none where you can close a the door. Yeah, there is no place truly where you can private you area. go for yeah, private play with somebody else.
1: You know, and the, I mean, it all comes down to, there are people who don't have boundaries, Yeah. you know, so they assume that since they're in a place like this, They can go anywhere they want without invitation. And that's what my biggest issue with this whole club is, is that I think you, with that kind of setup, you draw that kind of people. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just, I mean, personal opinion, your mileage may vary. (laughs) Um, So then the top part of the eight, Mm -hmm. um, rather than being a walkway, is just a huge orgy room i got to be honest. I like that. I do like that room. My issue with that room is it's just a bunch of mattresses on the floor, um, and they're all uneven, and it's kind of...
2: There, there were... I can't even begin to count how many mattresses on the floor. I would say at least
1: eight. Eight would have been my number. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Of um, different sizes, because it's not a normal... I mean, it's a normal size room, but I think there's like a few kings, a couple of okay. singles, maybe a full... I didn't
2: pay attention <laughs> yeah. that
1: much. You know, just kind of glancing you know a quick glance
2: but yeah they are mattresses on the floor um which definitely serves its purpose but at the same time I don't know I personally would if it were my place I would build that up a little bit and have them elevated off the floor just on a platform type thing just so it's not as hard to get up and down and whatnot you know whenever you're trying to to play and and even Standing sometimes. Well, stuff.
1: I mean, the perfect example is the one of the couple. One of the couples that we were with mm-hmm. when she got off the platform, she fell immediately because yeah. it's um, it's. I think there is maybe a step up into that room, a normal sized step, and yeah. then the mattresses are on that step. Um, but when she sat down, da- put st- uh, step down, she fell and oh. I mean, they fell flat, and it was one of those oh. Kay, are you okay? And she said, "I'm okay." <laughs> but you know, it's just, I don't know. It, yeah. So, um, I will say as well, one thing that I uh, again that I saw that I did like that I missed the first time we were at Couples Club is the in that middle walkway of the eight, the mm-hmm. two circles that where they connect. There are glory holes in yes. that walkway.
2: I didn't see that the first time either.
1: Missed that the first time. And mm-hmm. there's also, um, at, again, in that walkway, I think glass windows where you could look in. Yeah. And that's totally fine with me. Yeah. If those rooms had doors, that would be fine because people can still watch. Right. But they can't necessarily just hop in. Mm-hmm. And I like the glory hole thing. I think that's kind of cool.
2: And we did see it being used that night. Yes. Yeah.
1: By a male-female couple. Yes. Yes. Um, and I think they were partners already anyway. Yes. Uh, but still, that's part of the fun—is yeah. is pretending and playing and sort of taking mm-hmm. yourself somewhere else. Um, yeah, a, we
2: ended up in that that big in the
1: giant orgy room is where we ended area. up
2: area. Yeah. yeah, we ended up back there with the the couple that we had been talking to the most, the ones that we had met before, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the other people from this group I think ended up in there. I think some of at them least, did at least. At least yeah. around where the side where we were. I know I looked around and I recognized a lot of the faces. What I could
1: see of the faces you could, yes. yeah, were recognizable.
2: Faces, bodies, <laughs> parts you know. <laughs>
1: um, at one point I looked up and I think there was 18 individuals in that room is mm-hmm. what I counted. So nine couples. Mm-hmm. Um, when
2: I counted, it was an odd number. I think it was 13, so it must have been at a slightly different okay. time. Because there was somebody laying in the middle just watching everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a little weird, but yeah,
1: you know, the way he was doing it was weird, (laughs) but uh, it doesn't have, that doesn't have to be weird. weird. It was only (laughs) awkward if you make it awkward and he was doing a damn good job of making it awkward. Um, but yeah, so we ended up playing with that, the couple that Mm -hmm. we had met ages ago. Um, and it it was a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, they
2: were a lot of fun because she and I played a little bit, but we pretty quickly swapped partners. So I ended up with her partner, and then you ended up with her. Mm -hmm. And we ended up playing like that most of the night, I think.
1: Yeah, and we played for a while. It was a slow burn. It wasn't like, let's just jump in and do this. Um,
2: Until towards the end, I started to get really hot. I think we were all just really hot. When you've got
1: 18 people creating friction in a room with poor ventilation, which is true of all swingers clubs, they all have poor ventilation, Um, it gets... It can get really warm, really quick. Because I remember when we first got back there, yeah. both ladies went, "Ooh, it's chilly back here," <laughs> <laughs> and I thought to myself, "Give it time." Mm-hmm.
2: Um, if it starts off chilly, then you're okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, if it, yeah. You're still yeah. going to get hot.
2: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it started to get really, really hot after we'd been playing. It was, I don't know, it felt like quite a while. Again, it's that swinger time. I have no idea
1: <laughs> swinger what time. It actually That's fantastic. Was. I want to know like, that.
2: Do other people experience the swinger time? I'm
1: curious. I'm sure they do. It's like, it feels like it could have been 10 minutes, but it was actually an hour, or it feels like it could have been an hour, but it was actually, you know, 15 minutes.
2: Yeah. It's
1: all relative. Relativity.
2: Yeah. But yeah, we played with them for quite a while and I started getting so hot and just started to get kind of sweaty and just almost feeling claustrophobic, just that icky kind of, I need to get out of here feeling. and.
1: well, I knew you were getting hot when you looked at him. You were like, okay, just get behind me. Let's do this doggy. Because I was like, that's the, <laughs> like. there's no, there's the minimum amount of touching there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like doggy, but it is, in that case, I was just, I just needed to get out of there. And, Plus
1: that finishes most guys pretty quickly.
2: Yeah, but we we did that for a few minutes and he didn't finish. Yeah. And so I looked up at some point and you and her, I think. We're laying there. I think you guys finished. finished. We're just watching. So yeah, you guys were just watching. I looked up at you guys and kind of back at him, and I was like, "I need a break. Like, we either need to finish this and then go get a drink of water and cool off for a minute, or you know, take a break and then come back to it." And because I was like, "I'm more than happy to come back, but I just need just needed to get away for a minute and cool down a little bit, get a drink of water because I was so thirsty as well." And. And I, neither one of them took offense to that; it was fine.
1: Well, I remember you even <laughs> said that you uh, you felt a little guilty. Yeah, because you were like, I feel bad. Like I, I don't want
2: to ruin the fun. I don't want to stop time. the fun, but yeah. at the same time, I think I'm dying. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's there was nothing wrong with that. I yeah. agree. I understand. Um. Yeah, but it was it was fun. It was interesting. Um, they
2: were a fun couple to play with, I yeah, felt like. Yeah,
1: yeah. I agree. Uh, and I think they'd be fun to play with mm-hmm. m- more.
2: And it was nice being up in that room because we could then look around at the others. And, you know, it's just being in that whole sexy environment and seeing other people playing as well. And that just kind of feeds it and turns you on even more, at least for me, because we like to watch. Yeah. And so it, it was nice just to, you know, kind of look around and see other... Couples playing. There was a threesome at one point. I saw female, female, male. They were going at it. I don't know. Doing stuff. <laughs> having fun. Doing you the know, sex thing. They were doing their thing. Um, but yeah, it, it is nice to be in that environment. I like those big orgy rooms when they, there's a lot of people in them.
1: I do too. I, and I agree. Um, you know, and you kind of think about how, how if you could design one, what, how would you do yeah. it? Um, and that one's got a lot of things that I'd. I have to admit, I do like, but it's got a lot of things I don't like as yeah. well um
2: and fortunately, our biggest complaint last time was the smokers in that door <coughs> staying open to the smoking areas a lot, but this time there were not as many smokers no, and so it was not as as smoke laden as it had been the time before,
1: yeah, um yeah you're you're totally right, um which is nice
2: you still get it from time to time, especially later in the evening upstairs, but it wasn't it wasn't as hazy it didn't filter down the stairs you know it, it wasn't as permeating, I guess I could say
1: yeah um yeah. Yeah, but all in all, it was uh, good, because after that, so we we finished with them and went upstairs and had a few more drinks and mm-hmm. just sat around chatting, and then by this point in the night, And it there was... were some
2: other folks up there that we then chatted with that we had seen at the meet and mingle.
1: Yeah, but we hadn't really got to talk to a lot. No,
2: and they had gone off and played somewhere else, so yeah. this was a good chance for us to kind of come together and, and talk
1: to them some. Um, and so, yeah, I remember there was at least, I don't know, what, four couples maybe? Mm-hmm up there and we were all just sitting around kind of just chit chatting and talking. Um, and that was, that was nice. That -hmm. was, uh, we finished our bottle of wine and I think we had a couple more waters. (laughs) Uh, it's, it's funny. You can tell these clubs that are in old houses that were clearly at one point, at least a, a house because the bathroom, there's a bathroom up in the social area and that bathroom, um, Has a giant, I say giant, it's a big corner jacuzzi tub. Um, And it always seems like you walk in and you're like, that seems out of place. You're like, I bet at New Year's Eve that gets used.
2: Yeah, (laughs) it does seem out of place just because it's in in the bathroom in the social area. And it's, yeah, I don't know, it does seem a little out of place.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But whatever. I'm
2: sure somebody uses it at some point. I'm sure,
1: I'm sure. Just always, things like that always give me a giggle when I walk into the bathroom. I'm (laughs) like, I did not expect to see this in the bathroom. And I missed it the first time we we went through. I
2: don't think I used it, the bathroom up there. No, I don't think so.
1: I did either. Um, yeah, so.
2: Um, so yeah, we stayed up there chatting with the other four couples until, I guess it was about 10 to 2. And I think it was. So they close at 3.
1: Yeah. And
2: about 10 to 2, one of the ladies that works there came up, and she was like, it's something about, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just want to let you know that it's almost 2 o'clock, and we close at 3, and when I say we close at 3, we're out the door. We're walking at, out the door yes, at 3. Yes, we're out the door at 3 a.m. So if you want to play one last time, you better go down and do it. And it was just... I appreciate the directness, but at the same time it was like, but we're all just here chatting, having fun. I don't know. I feel like that could have been delivered in a, a softer. more, yes, a softer way. <laughs> there you go. That's the word.
1: <laughs> yeah. With a little more tact. Yes. Um, Instead I res- of like,
2: um, you have one hour and ten minutes to play and get the hell out of here.
1: Fucking then <laughs> yeah. get the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that, that was kind of, all of us sort of stopped, looked at her and were like, okay, thank you. And then she was like, okay, I just want you to know. And yeah. then walked away. Um, and then I guess we ended up, you and I talked. I said, do you want to play again? And you were like, hey,
0: I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite.
1: No, I'm happy just sitting here talking. I was um, enjoying
2: the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: and, and, and Yeah, because the, the conversation of, was a good conversation. It wasn't there just was like...
2: light flirting and stuff. Yeah. And just, you know, how it is. Yeah.
1: Um, and it, at this point, it was it's kind of funny. It goes back to those times where you end up meeting friends of friends of friends kind of thing. Yeah. There was a couple of people that we met that had known other play friends. And, you know, it's kind of... It, that still surprises me. Hmm. I mean, I did realize it's a small community. But... You know New south wales is, and and aCT are that 's a lot of space, and to think that you 're running into people that that know other people that you know yeah. through sex <laughs> is a really kind of mind kind of kind of thing um, and Just to give those folks that may be in the states that listen to us kind of a, a, an idea of what kind of space we 're talking about, it would be the equivalent of living in Atlanta. And meeting people from D.C., Washington D.C., who have had sex with your friends that live in Savannah, Georgia. I mean, it's this gigantic space. Well, also,
2: don't forget going westward as well. Right.
1: Well, true. Yeah. But I'm not even. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not even talking about west. I'm just talking about these the are coastal, how yeah, yeah coastal people who who happen to run into each other. You're like, yeah. whoa. It's like, oh my god. You know, blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, yeah. We they're they're play friends of ours. It's like, holy shit balls. That still amazes me. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, but I digress. <laughs> Geography. Yes. Um. Man, I'm getting a, a a Florida panhandle down here. Anyway. Oh,
2: that was
1: terrible. I know. <laughs> uh. So then, yeah. So we're chatting with these folks, and then uh, I you probably remember it better. But the the lady that's in charge comes back again, and is basically like, "Okay, guys, uh, it's." It was at 2.30. 2.30 or 2.35, somewhere yeah. around there. She goes, you guys are the only ones left. And we all kind of look, and we we're like, you mean in the entire, she'll see yeah, in the entire place. And there was that sort of awkward, like, I think she wants us to leave. Yes, yeah. It's like, it's one of those things, you're not fucking, so get out. Yeah. Uh, was, the, was the meaning. Uh, if that it was, was the
2: impression we all that's got. That's the impression yeah.
1: that at least you and I got, and then yeah. we know the couple that we were, had played with got and then everybody sort of had that look on their face. We were like, okay, well, I guess we'll go and change and leave. Um, but, you know, i just going to say, if you run a, a club like this, I, we all want to get home after work. We yes. all want to stop. Yes. But, you know, you don't kick out people from the grocery store who just come and look at the groceries. <laughs> so you're, all right, You're not buying anything? Get out. Um, and that's sort of the feeling that I got and took from it.
2: Well, and, and me as well my perspective is if you say you close at three in the morning, expect people to be there until three in the morning. Yeah. If you want, and then you're going to have to be there later to clean up, close up, do whatever. If, you want to be out the door at 3 then say that you close at two thirty or something I agree. yeah you know you should basically say what time do i want to go home and then set closing time accordingly based on what has to happen after the last people leave yeah if you you know want to be open until a certain time then plan on being there x amount of time after to do all of the cleanup stuff yeah you're going to have people there until the very last minute maybe even a little after and you know it's going to take you a certain amount of time to do your job afterwards to get things closed up
1: and moreover, those people might not be doing what the intention of the place is, so you know meaning if you're at a bar and somebody's just nursing a drink or not you know they're playing with an empty glass you don't you don't necessarily go, okay, you know it's uh, last call I mean you can there's a way to do last calls without it being like
2: yeah, like you said, it could have been a little softer I think. yeah
1: um, but well, Say la vie. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still say. It, it was
2: entertaining at the least because we all yeah. have that moment. You look at each other and you're like, do-do, yep, yep, okay. Let's oh, and then, just go change it out. And
1: then lastly, my last comment is something else that was said to us by the the owner. Or, or I shouldn't, I can't say the owner. By the person in charge. But
2: whoever was working whoever that Whoever was, night, was yeah.
1: managing that night. Yeah. Um, she came up and said, oh, by the way, if any of you guys ever come back together in a group of six or more, three or more couples, um, you know, let us know. We'd be happy to let you in at a discount. You guys were no trouble at all. To which makes me wonder, what, what kind of trouble do most large groups of swingers come in with? I, I'm now imagining a West Side Story style, you know, <laughs> a, a swinger where we come in snapping and opening condoms. You know, like this and, yeah. whoosh, whoosh, you know, it's like what? What the hell is that? Is this like? Is there normally? Is there normally a problem with groups say, of swingers?
2: Yeah, because we don't normally see problems with groups of swingers.
1: No, no, we tend to be not loving, e- happy—not
2: even singles of swingers.
1: <laughs> yes, that's right. Whereas like, we like to call them swingles. Um, but you know, it's. It, I, that was sort of, I think of the whole night. I was okay with the, you know, get the fuck out yeah, kind of yeah, attitude. Right. I was okay with all that. But the whole, you know, you guys were no problem at all really it just, makes me wonder what kind of problems they have. It just leaves that question. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like, that, and that goes back to the thing of you never say something to somebody unless you want them to assume the negative converse.
2: Because people are always going to do that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, so, yeah, Interesting.
2: It was just a... It was interesting. It was an odd comment.
1: Yeah, so... But we uh, have
2: no idea what the intention was, so... Yeah. Because we didn't ask.
1: Some sort of ritualistic sex? I don't know. We dance naked with sticks, and the sticks break light bulbs? Potentially. That, That could happen.
2: Maybe we should try a ritualistic sex dance next time. We should. Yes, we should make one up. And then see what happens.
1: I love it. I just want to come in like all of us in a, in a West Side Story song. When you're a jet, you know, kind of thing. Like. But I can't come up with a, a, a sexy vibrating, you know, name for our gang. The vibrators and the butt plugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll have to work
2: on that. I, think, I feel like you can do better than that.
1: <laughs> when you're a bi, you're a bi all the way. Some <laughs> people might think you are, but you're not fully gay. Kind of thing.
2: Okay, you're getting there. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I need to work on my improv song. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we ended up making our hugs and kisses and saying our goodbyes to everybody. and uh yeah. We uh, grabbed an Uber, or actually, I think we trained it. Did we just train at home?
2: I think we did that night.
1: Yeah, because it was, the uh, Couples yeah. Club is so close to Central.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We at least, yeah, I think we we, we, messed, we, we trained and at home at 3 a.m. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Yeah, it was a good night, though, overall. And I think both of us ended up happy with the choices that we made um, in, in meeting this group of people and going to the club and, and playing with them because it was, it is really nice. Just to be around... Nice people. Nice people, yeah. And just in that sexy environment and groups of people who are happy to play and everybody's in a good mood. Yeah. And enjoying and, themselves.
1: And very much non-judgy kind yes. of group. You know, I, I think that the, if not everyone, at least the vast majority, uh, knew that both of us were completely openly bi mm-hmm. um, and, and that we... But there was no kind of like... We have been in... Groups where the guys especially get a little awkward around yeah. me, um, and these guys were just like, eh, "All right, I don't yeah, fucking care," whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, which was really nice, and uh, yeah. we we liked that group. When, and uh, to those in that group that are listening right now, we really it was a lot of fun, and we we'd like to be included next time too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a, a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forwarding a little bit, the uh-huh. next morning. <laughs> We wake up, uh, and I had a message from Kick from the bartender. Yay! <laughs> so, uh, and the message was basically, I downloaded Kick just to message you. Um, and so he and I chatted for a bit back and forth on Kick. Um, we moved to self to phone numbers because again he wasn't keeping up with Kick because of um, him not using it. Yeah. Um, and so we started texting back and forth. And then at one point, the three of us met for drinks.
2: It was probably a week later, maybe, maybe something a week, like that. Yeah, a
1: week, week and, and a half, half later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we met for drinks and had drinks. And it was really—he's really nice. I mean, it was only a couple hours, but. Yeah. Um,
2: and it was—it was clear that at least it felt to me it was clear when we met him that it—it it was just a social thing. You know, we just wanted to get to know him better because yeah. he was really cute. He seemed like a nice guy. He seemed intelligent, and there's no pressure to do anything you know just, just maybe see where things go but at the same time we just wanted to get to know him better yeah um and he's easy on the eyes yes so there's always that. well
1: yeah. I, there's sure there was no pressure but i really like him so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so we met him for drinks and that was that was nice uh and then when you were laid up in the hospital last week mm-hmm. week before last whenever um i uh Went and went to his bar where he was working, and um, and sat with him for a couple hours, um, and had some drinks and a couple of stolen kisses here and there.
2: No. Um,
1: but he was working, Is he a good so kisser? well. See, so it was just like the quick, oh, okay. quick kissing. It was okay. no serious um, because. You know he's working, and the last yeah, thing I want to do is sure, somebody get somebody in trouble. I, yeah, I
2: know.
1: I might be an overthinker, but I am very much a. I don't want to get you in trouble, that's especially if you're working. Yes. Um. So yeah, we. Yeah, uh, you know, th- that was that was nice, and then uh, uh, come to find out, a couple just after those two quick, two or three quick kisses, mm-hmm. uh, a few days later, he texts me and says, "I'm starting a relationship with somebody." <laughs> My X-Man no. power, once again, it doesn't even take sex anymore. It just takes nah. uh, kissing. Your and power is growing. My power is, I'm becoming more powerful. Yeah. Um Professor X is going to turn me into, now when I just touch somebody, uh-huh. um, you will then find your one true monogamous relationship, <laughs> at least for a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, fucking A.
2: He did say it was in the early stages. It was, yes, so it's we'll in the early stages. And
1: I'm still going to chat with him because oh, I do yeah. like him. He's, he's an interesting a, guy, he's, he's a very really nice. nice guy. Um, yeah. And he's, you know, he wants to do improv comedy, and I'm like, oh, this is fun. So, yeah, it's that's good. Um, so, yeah, it was. But
2: Mr. Adams' power strikes again.
1: <laughs> so. If you are looking for your one true love, just contact me, Mr. Adam. And then I'll either kiss you, or you can fuck me, or I can fuck you, or we can make out for a little while. And then within two to six weeks, you too can have your one true monogamous relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Do-do-do-do. But yeah, so... uh... So that same night that uh, mm-hmm. I went out to to his bar and, and I started walking home, uh, started the, the walk home and the bus was slow as hell. So I was like, all right, I'll just walk because I like walking down Oxford anyway, because there's always pretty people on Oxford Street. Um, so I walked down and by the time I got to museum, I thought, you know, I'm pretty close to the sauna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm already in the city. It seems like a waste to be like right here and not just pop in and see what's going on because it's cheap and you know, I had been thinking about, oh, I could get a massage. And a massage is, you know, what, $150? Or I could get, you know, go into the sauna and get basically the same thing without the massage part uh, for 25
2: And that's the part that you actually want more well, so.
1: Right. Unless it's like a really good massage. Yeah. Then I want the massage. And well, let's be realistic. Most of them aren't. So I um, uh, went into the, the sauna and, uh, yeah, that was... Uh, that was interesting. I guess, I don't know. Should we talk about let's, this? Let's
2: talk about that a little bit.
1: You want to talk about it later or you want to do it in this podcast? Uh,
2: no, let's do it now.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, so we may go over a little bit on time. So you walk up the stairs at 357 is where I go, where I most commonly go. Um, you walk up a huge flight of stairs and then you pay your money and you go in and you're instantly put in a locker room, which I still say, why don't swingers clubs do this? But whatever. Um, so you're in this giant locker room as well. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, they must have over a hundred lockers. It's big, and they're on you know, the double yeah. one on top, one on the bottom. <clears throat> and then you walk around the corner, and you end up in this wet, t- what most commonly in in saunas, the wet area. So there's a big jacuzzi spa. There's a um, like a gym style shower with I don't know six shower six to eight shower heads. Um, but it's all open. Then there's the, the restroom where they have, um, four private showers, but most of those are double showers. Mm -hmm. Um, and then toilets and, and urinals and whatnot. Then they have a hot dry steam or I'm sorry, dry heat room. Which I go in and I feel like I'm dying because (laughs) I don't like that kind of stuff. But I always go in because it does relax me. If I if I can stick in there for like I don't know two or three minutes, I come out and I do all my muscles feel much better. Um, Then they have the wet room, which almost kills me um, because it's
2: like the steam room. Yeah,
1: and it's hot and steamy, and I have trouble breathing. I start panting. I have gone into those to hide from people before because it's so misty. If you sit in back in the corner and don't move, oh my people God, will that's never fantastic. find you. You're sort of like, like, like Mr. Adams in the mist. <laughs> Much like Gorilla's in the mist. But Just a little different. curl up. They yeah, won't usually, see me. They won't see me. And, it, and as long as you don't move and you like put your hands over your mouth so that you're not disturbing the the, mm-hmm. the mist, it's great. Um, it's like,
2: like, I'm safe. I don't know if it's good or <clears> bad that you know that. But, it's just fun to do. Know, I don't yeah.
1: know. This is what I do. Hush. Um, and then you go up the stairs, the first set uh, of stairs, and you make it to um, the the first floor of play area, which is a lot of. And I actually really like the way three five seven set up, um, even more over than like the subway in mm-hmm. Melbourne, because you know the first floor is. Um, They've got their, their glory hole area. They've got um, a lot of different playrooms. Um, and they... Yeah, it, it's clear at one point they had a voyeur room where you can play a video of what's going on outside, but it doesn't look like... I, that's never worked since I've been going. Um, but their glory hole rooms are done where they're offset, so you have to go up a few sets of, set of stairs to get to them. Gotcha. So if somebody is standing... And somebody walks in, they're at the perfect height. There's no squatting or bending, or yeah. so no pain on the n- knees or hips. Um, you, you know, cocks it, at face level, which is great. Um, because then above, the people standing up there also get porn on a TV screen. It's really cool. So they've got that. They've got the ones where you can stand and then the ones where the the people who are receiving can kneel on little mm-hmm. like pews, padded pews. Um and then, so then they've got a couple of long rooms. Then you go up the next level. I think it's the next level. And it's, um, they've got a, again, a wall of glory holes, but it's where it's a beaded chain where people can just, yep. you know, you could see the people receiving, giving. Right. Um, and then you can go up and then, you know, stick your junk there. Um, and then they've got a black area. Where there's absolutely no light, so you go in there, and I don't. I typically don't like going in there because it ends up being really grabby kind of and, grabby and yeah. gropy. But at times that can be fun. It depends on what you're looking for. I would love to do it in a um, male female sort of thing. Uh-huh. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, but I've never seen a club or a, or a, a location do that, um, and it would be. I think it might be difficult to do. Um, but we should see if we could. Now I'm thinking about talking to the law at uh, our secret spot and see if there's a location that we, we can do something like that. if there's like
2: a that. way to and, do something like
1: that. Yeah, because you know we've yeah. just, we've listened to the um, the Aussie swingers talk about the 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 groping cabinet. Yeah. So something like that I think would be really a lot of fun. Um, now I'm now I'm thinking. All right, I'm going to have to work on this anyway. So you know you go through this black area and there's are there are like seats and. I say seats. There's places to sit and and places like cushioned benches and whatnot. Um, but you know, you walk through there and it's always again kind of grabby. But yeah, so I and then and then the top top floor is their social area. Mm-hmm. So it's um, they've got a little bar up there, some computers and TVs and whatnot. And the TVs up there, I don't think show porn. They just show movies. And so it's just a social talking area. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so when I was there that night, uh, I wandered around for a little while, and it, there wasn't a lot of people there. It was kind of quiet, which is odd, because it was Thursday night, but it was still relatively early, I guess, on a Thursday night, because it was probably nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wandered around, and again, doing something that I don't normally, would not normally do, I typically don't walk up to people in that kind of situation, because at this point as well, I should say, you're just wearing a towel. Um, some guys walk around with a towel over their shoulder. I'm not one of those guys. Um, so you got the towel on. Um, and this, this guy, you know, it's so funny you could probably do a whole, uh, psychological study on this, but people, the predatoriness of people, because you've got the, some people that actually stalk and, and follow people around <laughs> and like, you're like, I'm being hunted.
2: <laughs> I wish people could see your head and neck movements at the
1: moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but, so, you know, ultimately it's, you know, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. I, I, I don't always have fun when I go to the to the saunas and I've, you know, we've talked about it before. I've left a sauna feeling worse about myself than when mm-hmm. I went in. Um, but like I was really in the mindset of wanting to go when I went. And I think that's it. If you, if I go when I feel like, yeah. you know, I'm going because only because the opportunity is there. Um, it's not as much fun than if I go when I really want to go and I this is what I'm looking for
2: and that could be said of most any kind of venue any kind of going out any place that you're going to go to meet people anything like that if you're in the mood it's going to be great if you're not it's probably not going to be great yeah Yeah.
1: Um, but I walked up to this guy you know typical my typical type older probably 10 15 years older than me uh, but still pretty buff and, and worked out and um, he asked me about my tattoo, mm-hmm. um, which is this thing has been the greatest uh, icebreaker <laughs> I have, could have ever gotten. Um, and so we talked about that for a second. And then he just kind of grabbed my wrist and then kind of looked over at one of the rooms. And I went, OK. So we went into the room um, and then I wasted no time. You know, I took his towel off. I dropped and started going down on him. Um, and it was clear that he was, he had one goal and that was, it was just to play around a bit. Cause at one point, um, you know, he kind of grabbed me from under my arm and lifted mm-hmm. me up. Um, and I thought that it was like, oh, this is going for a kiss, but it wasn't. He then turned me around and kind of pushed me down. I thought, I all right, it. if we're going to do this, I need to, <laughs> I need to get into position. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah. And then he got behind me and it fucked me for a little while. And, and then it was one of those great kind of things. Cause he was like, I want you to come. And I'm like, okay. And so as he was fucking me, I, I jacked off, came and then. And then he was like, all right. And he kind of, it was one of those, it's, it's funny because at the moment, it's not always something that would normally turn me on, but at the moment it was exactly what I wanted. Cause then there was that soft pad on the bottom. And he's like, that was great. Thank you. And then leaves. It was like, awesome. Like, that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Um, I didn't want this like cuddly kind of, I just wanted gur. It was, mm-hmm. even though I was bottoming, it was still all about me, which is rare, but nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that it was it. like,
2: he was a good match for the night
1: then for the night. It was perfect. Yeah. It was like exactly what I was looking for for the night. Uh, so I got lucky, um, which is not always the case. Yeah. Um, you know how it is. You draw, draw straws and you never know, especially <laughs> having not spoken to anybody and you know, um, yeah, it was, so it was nice. And then I went home. So that was, uh, that was that. <laughs> that was
2: good. Yeah. It was funny because I was, like you said, I was in the hospital at the time and Which may,
1: I still feel guilty about that. I still feel no, like. Oh,
2: but there's no reason. I, just I'm out, because I can't do anything. I'm out doesn't hooking mean up with random can't. people and
1: you're laying in the hospital, <laughs> no. you know, getting hooked up to random IVs.
2: Yeah. But no, just because I can't do anything doesn't mean you shouldn't go out and have some fun. But it was funny because at some point I was, you know, my sleep schedule was all weird and off and everything. And I was kind of on and off drugs and whatever. And so at some point I woke up in the middle of the night, maybe three-ish, something like that. And I looked, I was, you know, wide awake, looking at my phone, just going through Twitter and stuff. And I saw that Mr. Adam had posted something on Twitter about going to the sauna. So I was like, oh, good for him, you know? I knew that he had gone to the bar like oh good good he stopped at the sauna on the way home and then the next morning i asked you something about it and you kind of had like there was a pause in your reply and i was like no i saw twitter it's fine
1: (laughs) (laughs) it was again it's not about i didn't feel guilty it was just sort of like i don't know if there is a little bit of guilt but it's not like that no. Like I'm hiding it from you, guilt.
2: No, 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 not at all. But uh, clearly, because I, I, I tweeted about yeah, it. I just thought it was funny because I was like, oh, good, yeah. You because know, again, just because I'm, you know, couldn't do anything, there's like no reason that you can't go have yeah. some fun, and then I can live vicariously through you, and you can tell me all about it. <laughs> yeah. So it's a
1: win-win. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, but it was fun. Um, I actually, it's funny. I I need to head back there again because yeah. I, I do like it's it's an, which I know constant listeners are going to be like, but you always say you don't like anonymous sex. And I don't, but sometimes that's exactly what you want. Yeah. You just, it's, it's less sex and more mutual masturbation, I think at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, it's much easier to do that with guys than it is with ladies. Um, but that's just, I think a personal thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. So enough of that. Um, (laughs) Do we have a question for this week? We do.
2: Woo-hoo. This is a two parter that was sent in.
1: Oh, goody. Two parter.
2: Do you wanna do part one and then part two I'll just read both and then you can answer both.
0: Oh, great. Here okay.
2: Have you ever gotten hot at the thought of food as foreplay? That's number one. Okay. Number two, have you ever had a wild fantasy involving a vegetable?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mean like like Terry Shivo or? <laughs> Like, like a like a grown like a plant vegetable or like somebody who you know is hooked up to a bunch of machines oh. <laughs> I'm going That's to That's the question I am sent. going to hell. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So the first question is ever gotten hot with the idea of food?
2: Mm-hmm. Food is foreplay.
1: As food is foreplay, yes, because so Anybody who missed it, and Mrs. Adam happens to be one of the people who missed it, um, last, last week we did, our, our last um, sex in the city was uh, the art of sensuality. The so one we, in May. The mm-hmm. one in May was the art of sensuality. So it was about food. Um, well, it was one, of the, one of the pieces was about food. And there's a lot to sensuality, but one of the things that uh, we really focused on was, was food as, as sensual foreplay. And we've all done the hot, I'm sorry, all all done the chocolate syrup or the whipped cream, honey kind of thing where you squirt it on your partner and you lick it off, Um, or we've at least fantasized about it if we haven't actually done it. Uh, For me, the first time that I can recall watching a movie and getting turned on as a young as a youngling was Nine and a Half Weeks, the movie Nine and a Half Weeks, which has some of the most sensual scenes I've ever seen. But there's the scene where the two characters basically sit in front of an open fridge and they eat food off themselves. They play with the food. And, you know, I look at it now going, what a waste of energy, the refrigerator door. You're not, you know, you're not paying to refrigerate the entire apartment here. Um, but, you know, at the time as a kid, I was well, like, Dad. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other side of that is uh, our refrigerator, if you leave the door open, it starts going ding, 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 ding. That's it's true. <laughs> that's not really attractive or <laughs> or romantic. Um, but yeah, so that was the first time I ever got like really like, whoa, this is, that's hot and food can be hot. Um, I am now interested in trying sploshing at some point mm-hmm. um, and for folks that don't know what sploshing is that's basically food play where you kind of mush food on your partner and you eat it or lick it off but for me what I like what I really 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 want uh, and I still want to try to do this at our secret spot sometime is have a birthday party for me uh, where we have a birthday cake in the middle of, of a play area and then at least the two of us if not a couple more people get in and we all just kind of roll around in the cake have sex, and eat it off of each other. That, to me, sounds like it could be so much fun.
2: That sounds like a good birthday party. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Regarding the vegetable, no. I mean, like, I like vegetables. I like my vegetables. But um, I've never thought or tried to either insert a vegetable, or have sex with a vegetable, or whatnot. Um, I know that I remember reading as a kid as well the idea of taking like a butternut squash and cutting off both ends and then microwaving it and, and using it as a masturbatory tool. Um, my issue always with that is is mainly a it's a waste of the food but more but moreover it's like cleanup is going to be a fucking mess i'm so practical <laughs> when it comes to shit like that it's like even if i did it in the shower i would still have this limp vegetable and i'm not talking about my junk that i would have to take care of once <laughs> i'm done with it you know it's like that's gross um so no never yeah. never been turned on by a vegetable though at again one of our sex ed in the city classes we had carrots and um squash or cucumbers cucumbers, cucumbers. And, and squash, I think, okay. uh, aubergines or courgettes, courgettes, uh, that people were putting condoms on. Um,
2: yes. Yeah. yeah because mischief was, uh, trying to teach people how to, or show people how to put a condom on with your mouth. Yeah. And I mean, they're perfect for that.
1: So yeah. yeah. And you get all shapes and sizes much like uh, cocks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there you go. How about you?
2: Uh, so, f- food is foreplay, same as you, you know, we've all done the the chocolate syrup, the whipped cream, the strawberries, that kind of thing, uh, and I do find that interesting, um, I like it from time to time, it's not, so, it's not my go-to, it's not something that I want to do all the time, more, be- as Mr. Adam, the practicality of, of clean up, and no matter what you do, you're still left a little sticky, and, and that's fine in the short term, but, which at, is why it'd be great know.
0: at a
1: club because then they always have the big showers, That's true. and yeah. you know it's easy just to scoop into the trash and then wash off whatever yeah. you're. Yeah.
2: So yeah, I do. I do like things like that as foreplay. I've never really considered other foods and what you know anything. I, I don't know what other foods you might use. I guess you can use anything, but I've never really thought about anything else. And vegetables, same category, never even occurred to me. You know, like you said, we've used them to. To teach putting on condoms with your mouth and things like that, but never I've never thought about it in the bedroom type type play.
1: Now I'm wanting to have a birthday party, much like, you know, how kids have birthday parties, like it's a kids' party, but I want to have my birthday party at OSS. Yeah. Wonder how much uh they charge me to rent 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 the place place out. out. (laughs) Invite people down. Uh Wonder how many people would come. No. There's a I mean that on both sides. Oh
2: bad, bad What? (laughs)
1: Like I want people to have fun at my party.
2: And they will, I'm sure. Who
1: wants to come to my birthday party? <laughs> Who wants to come on my birthday party? <laughs> anyway. Um,
2: now I'm just picturing the whole building like covered in cum. Wow. You said come on my birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just
1: standing outside the building. <laughs> what are you doing, sir? <laughs> just go inside. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: Yep, that's all I got.
1: All right, cool. All right, well, uh, th- thanks for sticking with us this week. We sort of rambled on and on, but everything was sort of tied together. It was a nice, long narrative. Yes. Um, if you have your own questions, comments, or rude remarks for us, find us on Twitter at By the By Podcast or on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash Uh You can email us. We are theatomsoflove at gmail.com. Uh, or you can find us on our website, Um We do have another pendulum party coming up, but we're not allowed to tell you when yet.
2: Well, it's not set in stone. So once we determine the dates and whatnot, we'll let you know.
1: Yes, but it's definitely one. Uh, there will
2: be a third.
1: There will be a pendulum party, part three. This one will be in 3 double D. I stole that from the Piranha movie, but it's mine now. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, Cool. All right. And uh, thanks for sticking with us. Yes, thanks for listening.